0: hello cookbook friends we are your hosts katie and carrie and welcome to our cookbook divas podcast i think we will be excited for this particular minisode because guess what it is carrie
1: i actually have no idea because you're yelling at me get your headphones on and open this document (laughs) we're gonna record so i'm i'm in suspense
0: it's cocktails and beverages my favorite and i had so many of them last night oh yay i had zero this is why i need some all i can
1: say is there's no pink gin left in this house anymore that's all i can say
0: i'm just jealous you have pink gin
1: honestly if i poured it in a glass and closed my eyes i would not be able to tell the difference between that and the other but (gasps) it was fun it looked pretty
0: exactly it's beautiful So there are a lot of cookbooks about cocktails and spirits and wine that are coming out the last week of May. So that's why I was like, we need a whole mini-soda about it, because there's just so, so many. What is your first cookbook that you're going to start us off with, Carrie?
1: Well, you sent me a lovely list, and you wanted me Mm -hmm. to talk about the wine book, since I am a wine blogger. Yeah. And this book is called Home Winemaking, The Simple Way to Make Delicious Wine. That is ingenious, because I often run out of wine, and then I could just make my own, except it takes years, dang it. Right,
0: yep. Oh, God, if only.
1: The Home winemaking The Simple Way to Make Delicious Wine, is by Jack B. Keller Jr., and the technical editor is Daniel Pambianchi, and they they give us simple instructions and superb recipes from a winemaking legend, Hmm. and I do have friends that started trying to make beer at home during the pandemic when they had extra time on their hands but the turnover time on beer is like a few weeks right so none of my friends were trying to make wine but i do live in wine country here in woodenville washington and lots of people are curious about getting started making wine and don't have time to go to college to do it so this book could be a nice little way to dip your toe It promises 65 recipes for grapes, fruits, and flowers. Mm. And it has a lovely cover. Oh, it has pears on it. Oh, learn to make wine at home. That is a nice idea. You definitely need some room to store said wine.
0: (laughs) Right? Yeah, definitely. Oh, my God. I can't imagine.
1: Yeah. It begins with an introduction to winemaking with basic principles, the equipment that you need. That's why you need the room to store the equipment. And exactly what to do. And you can't just shove wine into your garage or your shed unless your garage is air conditioned. And who, you know, who air conditions your garage? I
0: know, just the garage too.
1: (laughs) They claim that winemakers of every skill level will appreciate the wealth of information. But I, mm, sorry, people that went to college to make wine don't need a beginner book. (laughs) Yeah. But no offense. That is home winemaking, the simple way to make delicious wine. It comes out May twenty-five.
0: My book is the Hard Seltzer Cocktail Book: 55 Unofficial Recipes for White Claw Slushies, Truly (laughs) Mixers, and More Spiked Seltzer Drinks. It's by Cassie Vogel. It got pushed. It's coming out June 22nd, 2021. So maybe before Fourth of July. This would be great.
1: Yes. Hello, summer. I'm ready.
0: Yes, me too. So apparently this is one of the only cocktail books out there that features hard seltzer and spiked seltzer as a boozy mixer. I can see that. It. I feel like it's more trendy now, for sure. It's not my cup of tea, personally, but I know lo- people love bubbly mixers right now. Bubbly everything. Everything needs to be bubbly right it now. It does
1: make it feel more festive, but I would sure. have to personally double the alcohol in the class to make it worthwhile.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, no, I... Yes, definitely. So it's really cute. The design is really fun. Of course, it has to be. It's hard seltzer, so it's bubbly and just really fun. So the, some examples of chapters are boozy brunches. So making a bubbly mimosa, which, yeah, that's perfect. Wonderful. The pictures are really fun. They have alternative, like, how... So one of the examples here are claw which... <laughs> That's actually really cute, and I'm very tempted. So making, you know, obviously popsicles with white claw, and then they put little berries in it, too, so it actually feels more summery and, you know, like you're actually doing a dessert. You could do that with so many things, I get it.
1: They put berries in, and it's a bear claw. Get it?
0: Sorry. That was terrible. Oh, you could put gummy bears in there. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm coming up with a Now I'm like, oh, this sounds great. (laughs) Let's do it. I know. Oh, that's, that would be so good. They have a summer in Moscow mule. I love Moscow mules, but this one's really fun because it has a little extra stuff in here, it looks like. So it, it has lime hard seltzer. Usually you just have like a lime slice and ginger beer. And so that's a really bubbly bubbles. Pictures are great. Everything's really fun in this book. If you love bubbly Seltzer drinks. This is definitely a cookbook that you're gonna want to pick up. So that's the hard seltzer cocktail book.
1: Next on my list is the Artisanal Kitchen Classic top Cocktails: The Very Best Martinis, Margaritas, Manhattans, and More by Nick Malton. Now I think that there's been enough cook you know classic cocktails books published in the world, but this one is so pretty. I can I can stop bitching about how it's not very inventive. <laughs> Uh, There's a Singapore sling, a mint julep, you know, Sazerac, all the important ones, a margarita. We don't really need a recipe to learn how to make a margarita, but okay. But this would be because it's so beautiful. It could be a nice housewarming gift, especially for people that are recently married, you know, newlyweds, yeah. people that are new to cocktails because they're 21 and a half years old, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's perfectly lovely. It's the Artisanal Kitchen, Classic Cocktails, The Very Best Martinis, Margaritas Manhattans, and more.
0: Next up is Summer Drinks, Over 100 Refreshing Recipes to Enjoy in the Sunshine. Oh, it's yes. Rylan Ryland Peters and Small. It comes out May 25th. Unfortunately, this is after our awesome weekend.
1: Uh, I know. Yeah. Our, our family weekend is right before that.
0: I know. So we'll just have to enjoy it for another weekend that we get together. But I really like that this is all summer-oriented drinks. So there's going to be obviously some things in here, like a margarita we'll see. I'm sure we'll see a pina colada in here. I haven't seen it. But Paloma is in here too, which I actually really like Palomas. I think they're very refreshing, really nice in summertime. The photos are incredible. They're so pretty, and it makes you... At least for me, when I'm looking through it, I'm like, I can't wait for summertime because it's a perfect summer scene with your awesome cocktails and, you know, the awesome setups for your tables. So we have in the table of contents, we have aperitifs and summer sparklers. We have spritzes and coolers, slushies and crushes, punches and pitchers. And then they give us a mocktails, juices and cordial's which is nice because not all of us drink actual alcohol. I don't know why. I usually don't have a margarita slushy personally. So every time I think of slushy, margarita is the first thing that comes to m- my head. But I'm sure there's better cocktails you can make slushy, you know, slushy mock cocktails and crushes too and punches. So this is super fun. And hopefully things start to lift and we have more freedom, we'll be able to actually have more parties, which is this is obviously a great cookbook for that. So that is Summer Drinks, Over 100 Refreshing Recipes to Enjoy in the Sunshine.
1: I'm totally daydreaming right now. I know. (laughs) We live in Seattle, people, so we see a lot of gray skies. And the minute we get some sunshine, we just become ultimately happy.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. My mood has changed substantially.
1: (laughs) My next book is actually really interesting. It's Texas Whiskey, A Rich History of Distilling Whiskey in the Lone Star State by Nico Martini. And it's the first and only book to tell the story of Texas whiskey. I am Mm. super interested. I drink a lot of Washington whiskey slash bourbon. I'm not really a rye drinker. And I used to drink Kentucky bourbon and whiskey. And I used to drink... Jack Daniels, which mm, doesn't count anymore. We all do. We all make
0: that step. What was my
1: Canadian brand? Anyway, Canadian whiskey. But this book will teach us about the history of the Texas whiskey scene, which emphasizes local corn and barrels made from trees grown in the state. That makes so much sense. I love Mm. that. And we're not really making a lot of whiskey out of barrels grown in Washington State because we don't want our whiskey to taste like pine trees.
0: Yeah. (laughs)
1: No. I mean, some people might, but that would not be my, my favorite. The author, Nico Martini, is the co founder of Bard Rot, a mobile draught cocktail solutions company. And that's interesting. So they'll do distillery profiles, interviews with experts. And I kind of get frustrated when I read books like this because if I can't find the awesome whiskey on the shelf here in, in Seattle, it's kind of frustrating because I'll just read about it and be like, I want to taste it. Oh, you can't get it here. Yeah. So hopefully I won't have that problem. That is Texas Whiskey, A Rich History of Distilling Whiskey in the Lone Star State by Nico Martini.
0: Next up is the Encyclopedia of Cocktails. Over 1,000 cocktails for every occasion. This is by Cider Mill Press, so... One of our favorites. It got pushed to July 6th. So this is going to be after 4th of July. But hopefully, Mm. you know, more part... You know, August is really warm. At least it's warm here. It's one of the warmer times. So hopefully it'll be out by then. I was blown away by a thousand cocktails. This is like a Bible of cocktails in my... I mean, that's so many cocktails. We have in here... It's all divided up into spirits, so you have the gin chapter, tequila chapter. Pretty pretty normal for for boozy cookbooks. They also, what, one thing that I kind of enjoy is they break this up into kind of your food history. So if you want to know the origins of a Bloody Mary, you get a little snippet of that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, they will talk about some of the classics like, oh, have you ever wondered why we created an old fashioned or where it actually came from? And I kind of like that because the cookbook itself, each page is like four, four recipes per page. There's no photo. It has like a, it gives you the little glass that you'll use. So what kind of glass, you know, if it's a wine glass, a martini glass, et cetera, that you'll put the cocktail in. But it doesn't have a, you know, this glorious photo that usually actually Cider Mill Press does. But I kind of like this because it gives you, you know, here's everything listed out. So all of your gins, you've got your gin, gimlet, green dragon, gin sour, all listed in this thing. You get to see how easy it all is. It's all just very neat and tidy. But then it's broken up by your food history and some really beautiful photos. It's fun. And especially if you want to just get a whole plethora of different recipes or if you, so they have like three ingredient recipes in here to like some crazy mad scientist stuff in here too. So it's a thousand cocktails. So that's insane. That is the Encyclopedia of Cocktails by Cider Mill Press.
1: I can't see a picture of it. Does it look like it weighs like 50 pounds?
0: You know, (laughs) it's 576 pages. Oh my god so you get your
1: money's worth i guess
0: (laughs) yes oh man so it's probably heavy this is like for people that are really geeky about cocktails for (laughs) sure
1: or the completists
0: yes my
1: next book is how to be a vodka snob by (laughs) Brittany (laughs) jocks that cracks me up she asks if you know your moscow mule from your white russian do you know your stoli from your belvedere Do you know Micron Filtering from your charcoal filtering? Uh, Never heard of Micron Filtering, so I clearly need to read this. Right. It is for drinking novices as well as connoisseurs. And they start off teaching us about vodka's humble history as a medicinal liquor. Ooh, I'm beginning to feel pain coming on right now. Help me, vodka. (laughs) And then uh, vodka is my beverage of choice often. I did move into a bourbon phase, but it just... It just goes so well with everything. Uh, she gives you a beginner's guide to proper glassware. Like, I can't just drink out of a red Solo cup like I did last
0: night. Oh, ah, darn.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Equipment for your home bar and, all important, vodka lingo. And she also has some pop culture references. She gives us James Bond's favorite martini. Mm-hmm. And she even includes an office reference. Dwight's Beats Over Rocks.
0: <laughs> oh, my. <And> that's <laughs> right. I totally forgot White. about that. That's so weird.
1: Let's see if I can peek at the table of contents. I see a Moscow mule with a strawberry perched on the side. Okay, the chapters are the not-so-basic, basic basic beverage, class of vodka cocktails, how to order, all about flavor and flavor fanatics, vodka and Hollywood, ooh, Ooh. tours, tastings, and travel. Wait, you could go on a vodka trip? Hello. Oh, man. Otherwise known as my 20s, any road trip (laughs) I went on. No, I was not the driver. It's fine. Hostessing on holidays, Ooh. I want to see that chapter. Vodka and animals. What? What? I'm confused. Vodka and the military. Vodka and food.
0: <laughs> All right.
1: Okay. I have to buy this. If you hear yeah, me I... clicking, it's me purchasing it on pre-order. <sighs> wow. That's How to Be a Vodka Snob by Brittany Jocks.
0: My next cookbook, cocktail book, is Mocktail Party. 75 plant-based, non-alcoholic mocktail recipes for every occasion. It's by Diana LeCalci and Carrie Benson it comes out May 25th and I I'm probably not going to not drink alcohol (laughs) but this is a really fun book this is probably actually from all of the mocktail cookbooks I've looked at this one might actually be my favorite the photos are beautiful you
1: know you could make a mocktail for your pregnant sister though
0: I could, and I would definitely do it out of this book because some of these recipes are just, like I said, they're super pretty. They have this apparel apparelless spritz, which is beautiful, bright orange with, like, this thyme twig in it. They have this real—I think my sister would actually really like this one. It's a tequila-less sunrise, so, again, it's really beautiful with the, the layers I think it's actually a slush, which is really cool. With and it's mixed with actual frozen mango. It's almost like a smoothie. It looks like they have a warm lavender brew, which would be great for fall and winter time. Ooh. To add to that, they have a holiday spritzer too. So you have like a little rosemary sprig, pomegranate, pomegranate juice, lime juice, some apple cider vinegar. Interesting. Probably gives it a little bit of an edge to it. Some seltzer. And then you can add some garnishes, like really cute pomegranates and rosemary to make your glass really pretty. So each chapter, they have, like, the first one's classics. They have, in the second chapter, with a twist. So one of the examples of what a twist would be is a coconut mojito. That's adorable. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. dorky. I love it. I can't. I love it. The third one is brunch. So Irish coffee, Irish, That God, they're so cute. This is really cute. They have dessert cocktails and then frozen cocktail or mocktails, sorry. So all of these are, you know, obviously no alcohol. They're just really fun. It It's appealing, you know, like my pregnant sister, she can't drink right now. And it'd be fun to include everybody at your parties and, you know, even kids too. Like I remember always ordering, I ordered like a virgin margarita anytime you went to a Mexican restaurant. And you got
1: Italian sodas because you wanted to have a pretty floofy drink.
0: Exactly. So it's just really fun to have, you know, for everybody to, you know, enjoy these fun, fancy drinks. It doesn't have to have alcohol in it. So if you're interested in mocktails, I highly recommend Mocktail Party. It comes out May 25th.
1: My final book on cocktails before I go make one because it's almost noon. Actually, I'm lying. It's not even close to noon. I better wait. (laughs)
0: It's noon somewhere.
1: <laughs> it's the new Kindred Spirits, more than two thousand all new whiskey, brandy, agave spirits, gin, vodka, rum, amari, bitters, and liqueur reviews from F. Paul Pacult's Spirit Journal. Whoa! So back in two thousand eight, he published the second of edition of his groundbreaking book of reviews, Kindred Spirits, and then he had to update it because the interest in distilled spirits has exploded. And all these craft distilleries have popped up. And so he provides a new comprehensive compilation of more than 2,400 detailed evaluations of whiskeys, brandies, vodkas, tequilas, rums, gins, and liqueurs. Phew. Wow. Uh, This book is aimed at consumers who are just beginning their personal adventure in spirits. It's aimed at seasoned spirits consumers looking to expand their repertoire. They're hoping that industry insiders who would want to increase their knowledge about spirits categories get it and see what the competition's up to. Retailers who are looking for a trusted guide to help their clientele make buying decisions. restaurateurs and bar owners and bartenders who sell spirits and want to up their game. And finally, journalists who regularly or occasionally cover or teach distilled spirits and mixology. So hmm. this is a bit above my pay grade as a wine blogger that occasionally writes about cocktails. But for those of you that need to have a comprehensive list of thousands of types of liquor, this is The New Kindred Spirits by F. Paul Pacult coming out June 1st.
0: And the final cookbook of this mini sode is Pantry Cocktails, Inventive Sips from Everyday Staples and a Few Nibbles Too. It's by Catherine Cobbs and it comes out May 25th. And this one I was like, I really wished it came out for Memorial Day weekend, but I'll you know, all summer long. That's fine. That's fine. This one is really fun and interesting. So they make up for the fact that most of these are illustrated. So all the drinks and food boards, everything in, he- in here is actually illustrated with beautiful watercolors, but it looks almost like a photo. So I'm okay with this. It's totally fine. This is really, this one's super interesting. So They're trying to creatively use, like, different odds and ends from your pantry or even your fridge to the point where... So, I don't know how I feel about this. I would probably try it, but I'm just still unsure about it. A sushi, Mary? What? With wasabi and white miso paste from your fridge from, like, sushi that you might have had last week. So, I was like, hmm. I mean, it's really interesting. Raw fish sushi in your drink? Oh, God. I don't know if it has fish in it. Mm. I'm sure you can be like, nah, no fish in it. <laughs> 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 they have a interesting one that's called Island Gin and Juice, which that, that was pretty funny to me. Uh, so you're learning how to actually use like, this one has grape, uh, grapefruit peels and it has different grapefruit juice, lime juice. And I think you're learning how to use jam and syrups as well. So, like, you know, just I end up just having jam in the fridge for toast, but I can use yeah. it for everything. You know, Good idea. they have a uh, they have an apple butter Manhattan. So using that apple butter that you probably only use for toast in a Manhattan, though. Oh, this one's interesting. And I love kimchi. So but I'm just mm, it's a kimchi Vesper. I've never, heard, oh, I've never wow. had a vesper before, but so and then they even have like a sweet pickle gimlet. So like, yeah, this is unique. So these have drinks in here that I've never ever ever heard before. Different flavor combinations that are just incredibly unique. And if you you're somebody that's like, oh yeah, I have a million cocktail books, aka myself, and. This one, though, I've never seen before, and I would totally buy it. Also, the boards. The boards are really fun. So one of the examples that they have in here is a village pub board. They give you a beer cheese spread with pretzel sticks, baby carrots, cauliflower, bell peppers, even, like, salt-roasted peanuts. You know, just, like, all the things you'd find in a village pub, and I think that's super fun. So that's one of the examples of the food boards they give you. And then the, f- the actual drinks, they will, for some of them, have suggestions on which food boards they are complementary with. Yeah, I really enjoy this. This is really interesting, unique. So we're learning how to use all the food in our fridge and pantry.
1: And I have lots of leftovers in my food and pantry at all times.
0: <laughs> yeah, if you love making crazy cocktails, my husband is like the king of doing that stuff. He's a crazy scientist man. And actually learning how to use seasonal herbs too. So if you've got an herb garden in your yard and you're just like, oh no, what do I do? A.K.A. Mint. I have so much mint. (laughs) Learning how to use all of that. That's just super fun. So that is Pantry Cocktails Inventive Sips from Everyday Staples and a few nibbles, too.
1: If you can figure out a way to use my extra zucchini and extra mint in a cocktail, I will give you 10 bucks. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Deal. (laughs) We hope you enjoyed this cocktail-themed episode, mini-sode from Cookbook Divas. Be sure to stay tuned for our regular episodes, which come out on help Friday (laughs) and Tuesday. You can see my cookbook look through videos and reviews on Instagram, YouTube and Facebook. And occasionally I post them to Pinterest as well. Thanks so much for listening.